technology is amazing and technology with a purpose is especially amazing. And I feel like I was just around that a lot this week. So welcome back to the digital dive, a conversation about technology this week. I'm taking you along the journey of going to Austin, Texas, to a random remote farm to see a $500,000 tractor that I think may change the world. But there's some caveats. I just tried to do the best, most hype podcast intro. Let me know how I did. But I genuinely am so excited about this topic. I feel like you can really tell if I'm excited about something in tech, if it permeates into my actual like real world interactions as well. And I have told this story that I'm about to tell you and told people about this technology so many times this week, like an unreal amount of times because I was so lit up learning about it. And, and it's an area of technology that I've never really focused on a lot. I don't have any experience living on a farm or even really being around agricultural tech. So I didn't know what to expect, but I went to Austin and I was blown away by how advanced John Deere's tech is. This is obviously not a sponsored episode about them, but I just wanted to talk about it because they invited me on this trip. I didn't know it was good to be. And then I was amazed by it. There are some things that I don't think are amazing. Like for example, the right to repair stuff. I'll talk about that later in the episode because I think it's also important to know. But I feel like one of my favorite things is people that make me feel optimistic about life. And so I hope that this episode does that for you because technology is amazing and technology with a purpose is especially amazing. And I feel like I was just around that a lot this week. So here's how this episode is going to break down. I'm going to talk about why I think John Deere invited us out, what we actually saw, the problems that farmers face. Like farmers are a huge reason why we have food on the table, which is huge. I want to talk about how I actually think this tech is going to be implemented and affect our lives. And then also what I feel like the downsides are or some of the things that maybe weren't mentioned in the quick coverage. So that's the game plan. I also just saw the movie air tonight with one of my friends and he is the best he's the type of friend where like you go to the movie and you guys are both debriefing about different scenes like we both were looking over at each other like oh killer that's the best and that's my favorite type of movie going experience and the movie was incredible it's a story of entrepreneurship it's a story of no one believing and the, this core group just having so much conviction which is how i often feel with youtube of people being like oh this space is too saturated etc cetera, etc cetera. i'm like no dude put in the work amazing things will happen there's so much synergy and serendipity. And I believe so much in not only what we're doing on this podcast, but also what I'm doing on my personal YouTube channel, Nothing But Tech. I just feel like we need someone to light up the space again. And I feel like with your help, I just have a lot of conviction that we could do it. And that is what I'm working towards. Also, I should note, Darsh is not here this week, which makes me actually so sad. Oh, I hate recording solo episodes without him. But if you're wondering, he will not be here this week, but he'll be back next week. And then we should be back for an episode together again and back in our normal routine. We've both just been like traveling a lot, doing other random work stuff. But with that all said, let's hop into the John Deere thing. So John Deere flew out a bunch of different tech YouTubers to go to this event to see some technology. And I think the reason why is that no one really thinks of them as a tech company. But over the last few years, 30% of their employees are actually engineers. And so I kind of feel like they need to increase their reputation as a tech company so they can recruit people to work at the company because we're moving towards a agricultural world that relies a lot on artificial intelligence and self-driving tech, et cetera. Because the average farmer spends 12 to 15 hours a day working it's kind of an unfathomable amount when you really think about it. Most people don't spend that much time working every day. And so John Deere is trying to reduce that amount of time, create more efficiency for these farmers. And then also they were saying by 2050, there are expected to be 2 billion more people on the earth and we're going to have less land to create food on. And so we need to be able to do more with less. So their whole mission is like enabling farmers to create crops more efficiently and improve their days. And the way they're kind of doing it is with machine learning technology. So for example, we saw one thing on the trip where it was a 
fertilizer contraption. I'm not a farmer, so keep this in mind. I'm going to do my best to explain it, but it was a fertilizer contraption where basically it would only shoot out fertilizer when it saw a seed coming. So it was able to save like one third the amount of fertilizer, which is huge in aggregate on not only a cost effective standpoint, but also like putting fertilizer into the ground standpoint. And then they had a self-driving tractor, which I feel like is like the main attraction, the coolest thing. And this tractor, I feel like when you think self-driving tech, you normally think Tesla. And I would normally think Tesla, but this was not, this was actually my first ever experience with self-driving tech. Uh, I was blown away. It's like one thing to see it in a video or hear about it, but actually getting to experience it, if you have the opportunity, I think it's pretty wild because you're in a car or a moving vehicle and no one is touching the wheel. It's like, how? Like, I know that sounds dumb because we obviously see it online. So it almost doesn't feel that novel or new, but when you're actually experiencing it, it adds a whole new layer. And I guess with humans there's like more human error of like what if you like move the tractor and you accidentally run over a bunch of crops and especially i feel like farmers often work on very thin margins and they also don't know how the harvest is going to be that making the like highest potential possible for them to have the most amount of crops possible is not only good for their business but then also the community at large because i definitely i'm always very grateful obviously when i'm eating anything or doing anything like i truly feel like I live my life with so much gratitude. I feel so blessed and grateful for a million things. And also I think that sometimes when you're sitting at dinner and you order a meal, you don't necessarily think about all the different components and where they're coming from and like the hours of work that went into making it possible. Like I don't think that that's the first thought for most people. So even just getting to go to a farm and meet the farmers that are working on these like hundreds of acres and just putting in the work every single day. So we have food. It's crazy. Like it just gave me a whole new level of appreciation for the food. And obviously one of the things I found really fascinating on the trip was that a lot of the employees that I met at John Deere had been working at John Deere for the last 10, 15, 20 years. And I feel like we live in a culture right now where a lot of people switch jobs every couple of years, which I do not think is a bad thing, but I think it's really interesting to think about why these people stay at John Deere for so many years. And I think a big reason is that they feel like it's tech for a purpose. Like they're working really hard and they're fundamentally improving not only the farmer's lives, but the world with food scarcity and making sure that they're innovating. So we have more food options in the future. And I definitely resonate a lot with like the sticking to one thing because I've been doing YouTube for the last eight years and I have so much conviction in it and I want to keep doing it. And I feel like a lot of people switch industries and jobs a lot. And sometimes like just sticking with a thing and trying to get excellent at it is the way to success. Obviously that is case specific, but that's personally how I feel. The ways I initially knew John Deere was actually not positive because they were in the news a lot for a right to repair, which for anyone that doesn't know, the quick breakdown is like manufacturers don't want to give consumers the right to repair their devices because they feel like it could make the consumer or the company liable because the devices are complex to repair. What if they did the wrong thing? Now the device doesn't function as normal or it explodes. Like, whereas the consumer side, it's like, I've paid so much money for this. I own it. I should be able to do the repairs as I want. And so Apple has been in the news a lot for right to repair, but also John Deere actually was kind of the headline one because their tractors and technology is so expensive and a lot of farmers really wanted the ability to repair it. So that was my initial touch point with the brand actually. And then I feel like seeing the devices in person kind of gave me a new appreciation for why they may not want people to repair it because it's such a complex system and that like the machinery could be dangerous if it was malfunctioning. Like what if it accidentally got for like ran someone over or just like didn't work as function. So I kind of get it, but I think one of the things that I was thinking about a lot on the trip is like the economics of being a farmer. I obviously don't know them, but because the tractors and all the other technology is like hundreds of thousands of dollars, that type of technology, the tractors, like the big machines, I wonder how feasible it is for like a local farmer to have access to it. And then I wonder if 
this becomes the wave of the future if local farmers will struggle more. That is my worry. I hope it's not the case. And I think honestly, as time goes on, the technology will become cheaper to produce and then it will kind of trickle down to local farmers. And I think that John Deere tries to facilitate connections with local farmers. But if you're listening to this and you're a farmer, please let me know if that is a correct assumption. But I think that my main thing was just excitement because it's going to help the big farms that are producing a lot of food that we all consume. And it's going to help the environment and it's going to help us on this big problem of more people, but or less land to have the food. And also just from like a technology perspective, I was blown away. Like it was just such a fascinating thing to be around and to experience self-driving tech and the ways that it's using all the cameras and sensors and pre-planned routes was really cool. It just made me excited for the future of autonomous vehicles. And I feel like we hear about AI a lot in the news recently, especially. And a lot of the AI is like, you have to, a lot of it's amazing. And then some of it is like, you have to try to figure out a way to integrate it into your life. And I feel like this one, it was kind of like AI just going on in the background. So that was my overall thoughts. I just thought that I've been telling everyone that I've run into this week about this and I've been so inspired by it and they've seemed pretty interested. Like I went to a networking event last night and the thing that I got asked about the most out of like my job, a career and everything was John Deere, which is crazy. Um, And I think it's because it's like such a random thing, but then it's also not, but it feels random initially that like a tech YouTuber would be going to a farm that it creates that initial intrigue. And then we were just like the enthusiasm about it like it's just infectious. It was really cool to experience. And you guys honestly enabled that experience for me because if you didn't watch the videos or listen to the podcast, it would never happen. So I just want to share it. I hope that you also find it inspiring. I hope you're having an incredible Monday. My one thing I liked for this week, the stuff I like this week, I'll do a quote. I'm going to do two quotes actually. The first one is kindness isn't loud. It's inherent in every action you take. I love that quote and I really try to embody it in my life. And then the second one is everything seems impossible until it's done. And then I'm actually going to give a bonus third one, which is everything is possible. The impossible just takes longer. That is my mantra. I feel like as an entrepreneur, you have to have that mindset, relentless positivity and optimism. I hope you have a magical Monday. We'll catch you next Monday, 7 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Eastern. Also, shout out to Dale Constantine for the incredible intro outro music. We appreciate you. Also on Twitter, please let me know if this is a good episode. And if you want more like this format, that would be helpful. And we'll catch you next week. Have a good one. Bye.